This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. And now, the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, joins us. Hey, Dev. Hey, guys. Disappointed Bills fans across the Taz and Jim listening area, Bills Mafia, uh, smashing more than tables, I think, uh, at the end of the game yesterday. Goes into overtime. Remarkable that it made it there. And then uh, the coin flip is won by the Chiefs. They march it down, score a touchdown. Game is over. Is that an outdated rule? Does the NFL need to change things for the playoffs? Should both teams be getting to touch the ball, whether you score a touchdown on your first drive or not? The short answer is yes. Uh, I'm also of two minds on this. If the reverse had happened, if the Buffalo Bills had done to the Chiefs what the Chiefs did to the Bills, I would be totally fine <laughs> with the NFL's <laughs> overtime rules. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, yes. I mean, if you're looking at it objectively, they should uh, change the rules where each team gets a chance in overtime to score and try and win the game. Uh, but both teams went into that overtime knowing the rules and knowing what was possible so you can't really complain but if that game could have gone for even a little bit more where the Bills had one more shot something to happen than it should have happened that was such an awesome game just an all-timer of a game it's it's a shame it ended that way but those are the rules and you can't really complain I think people were disappointed even if they weren't fans of either team because it was just so much fun to watch. You didn't want it to be over. Well, they were saying multiple times uh, throughout the broadcast, people were saying it online, whichever quarterback had the ball, whichever team had the ball last was going to win. And that's what happened. Like Josh Allen was playing out of his mind. Patrick Mahomes was just on like another level. I mean, you, you, you cannot say enough about the both of them. They were just so fantastic. That, um, you know, listen, I'm a Bills fan. If you're a Bills fan, yeah, uh, you, you're bummed the team lost. But you've got Sean McDermott. You've got Josh Allen. You've got the, that coaching staff. Uh, those players are fantastic. This year did not end their way. But this is what happened to Patrick Mahomes against New England the year before they went and won. So maybe this is Josh Allen's Patrick Mahomes moment. Kaka. Strange and possibly concerning truck accident down in the United States near Pennsylvania on Friday. A truck carrying 100 monkeys crashed on the way to a laboratory. Oh, boy. And police are still looking for one of the four monkeys that escaped. Oh, no. The monkey responds to the name Caesar. <laughs> Literally will respond with English. <laughs> Caesar, yes. Yes, me, yes. Yes, I escaped from the truck. Yes, James Franco. <laughs> this is freaky, eh? Saturday yeah. morning, authorities say they found uh, three of the escape monkeys. They're still looking for a fourth. Oh, so just the smartest one. <laughs> Obviously. Anyone who sees or locates the monkeys is asked not to approach, attempt to catch, or come in contact with the monkey. Dude, this is a rise of the planet of the apes situation for sure. Yeah, it makes me a little uncomfortable because what what are they testing? Because these are lab monkeys. Uh-huh. What are the lab monkeys being used for? Uh-huh. I was le- reading an ABC News article about it, and they 
were at a C- CDC approved facility, which means testing for a disease, probably. That makes me a little more uncomfortable. If they were shampoo monkeys, I'd feel a lot better about it. <laughs> Even still, you don't like to hear about monkeys being used to test anything. Of course, really, of course. Right? But they'd just be beautiful monkeys with yeah. great hair running around. <laughs> Look at the sick flow on that monkey. Don't approach it. Hey. Don't approach it. I saw the news. <laughs> I know you just want to run your fingers through that thick mane, but... You want to see if there's any dandruff. <laughs> Yeah, lab monkeys. Zoo monkeys, I uh, wouldn't be as concerned. Yeah, these used are, to people, you know. These are, yeah. Looking uh, for peanuts. Showbiz monkeys. <laughs> yeah. All right. But uh, these are lab monkeys. Mm-hmm. One is still out there. Um, and we've seen this a couple times at the start of movies that don't end well. Wouldn't it be something if the cause of the crash was a banana peel on the road? <laughs> Jim, have you seen the Freedom Convoy from BC that's that's trucking across Canada to I've Ottawa? Seen, I've seen some some tweets, some photos. Looks like a lot of trucks. That's a great uh, name, the Freedom Convoy. Hearing <laughs> <laughs> with the word convoy and it just makes me want to sing the song. You are a big convoy guy. I, you I, know I got it. it pulled up. I know you. I know you love this jam. Yeah, we got some long-haired friends of Jesus in there. So what's the plan here? Is a bunch of truckers that are protesting the vaccination mandates for truck drivers, right? Yeah, I think it's essentially mostly the mandates about uh, having to be vaccinated across the border uh, or face a 14-day quarantine, I think is what they're facing right now. So truckers, it's just, I don't know what percentage of it, maybe 20% of registered truckers maybe are unvaccinated, perhaps less. It's not the majority, but uh, enough that it's going to cause an issue of supply chain if uh, if they don't have their job. What, uh, how many trucks are in the convoy? Do we know? Are they picking there's, up? Because well, that, that's what I like. Well, I like the the visual of a convoy. Like every town they go in, they they gain another couple trucks. Yeah, right? and not all of them are trucks. Just some people who are down with the cause. Like there's one guy in a tractor who's like, "Gosh darn it, I'm with you boys!" And he wheels in and starts following them. <laughs> uh, I've heard different different numbers. Uh, Twenty six thousand uh, trucks. Trucks. I've heard. I've heard fifty thousand in the convoy. That's what they say. Holy I've heard like moly. there's multiple people in some of the vehicles, and I think there's some generous estimates saying there could be a half a million people by the end of it once they roll up to what? Ottawa. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Fifty thousand trucks? I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. Where did you hear it? Uh, I think somebody sent us an article with that in it, saying, "Dude, if there's fifty thousand trucks. That's massive." Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know if that'll be the. The end count? It sounds like a lot. It sounds like that would stretch the whole way across <laughs> right, Canada. Exactly. Like One guy's still at the end while the front guy is in Ottawa. <laughs> okay, 50,000 may be generous. I'm looking at some video here at globalnews.ca, which is the story that I have pulled up. And it, there's a significant number of trucks for sure. I don't know if there's 50,000 of them. Yeah, I, I don't know. Again, I'm, I'm getting <laughs> conflicting reports. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, wow. The mandate could affect 26,000 to 160,000 truckers. So that's who could be affected by the the vaccine mandate. Mm -hmm. But I don't see how many, I don't know if anyone's been out counting the trucks. 
But we'll keep an eye on it as as it builds. They're heading to Ottawa, and and they're they're protesting across the Great White North. Convoy, Freedom Convoy. You want to know more? Globalnews.ca. The story's there for you. They're rolling out of BC in the uh, in the trucks yesterday. Hundreds of BC truckers taken to the road, driving across the country in what they're calling the Freedom Convoy to Ottawa to protest the federal government's COVID nineteen vaccine mandate for cross border truckers. Just got a couple calls from from guys who drive truck, and apparently there's an East Coast convoy that is is coming from that direction as well. So they're double ending it, and they're going to meet in Ottawa for the protest uh, also hearing not sure 100 percent, but one of our uh, listeners who drives truck is headed down to the ambassador bridge says there's some sort of protest going on there and and it may be causing some slowdown so he's on his way i believe to support the, the protest that may be going on at the ambassador bridge and i told him to call us when he gets there so we can pass that on to you guys Got a message, Jim. You, you said you, you saw somewhere it was 50,000 trucks that were in the convoy. I swear that's what somebody sent us. I'm here, like, who knows what it is? I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I, nobody can tell me. I'm uh, all the news uh, articles I'm reading right now don't have a figure, but I swear somebody sent me one that said 50,000. Terry says there's an estimated 600 trucks coming from the USA to show support. Well, I can guarantee it's not 50,000 trucks. It's a lot of trucks. Well, maybe, who knows? I don't know. But I was like reading, I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying to find a figure of how big this actually is. And according to a CBC article, there's only 30,000 trucks that cross the U.S.-Canada border every day. So to have 50, it's not likely. So I don't know. I don't know where the where the figures are, how many trucks there are in Canada. But you uh, may be lowballing it here, Jim, because we got a text message. This one is from Darren. Hey, Taz and Jim, the trucks are coming from all over. Final gathering spot is Ottawa on the 29th. Here's a Facebook group about it. They're estimating 150,000 trucks and over half a million people. 150,000. Holy moly. That'll hmm. be enormous if it happens. I, I clicked on the Facebook page this is the uh, convoy to ottawa 2022 facebook page and i do like this the the top pinned post says hey guys let's make sure our posts are related to the convoy and offering support please no spamming no negative comments or posts related to covid any comments or posts not related to the convoy will be removed let's keep this positive everyone there's a lot of us in here and it's encouraging to see everyone come together let's go Another message. They're going to be calling Ottawa the world's largest parking lot on the 29th. Oh, boy. Glad Ottawa's not in my commute. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Jim, whose bandwagon are you jumping on now that your bills are out? Oh, LA Rams, I think. Why Rams? not? Yeah, why the, why the Rams? Because I don't want uh, Mahomes to win, KC to win, obviously. Um... Ram- Actually, you know what? I take that back. I'm going Bengals. <laughs> it's like uh, Devin Peacock said earlier. They've been on a drought, I think, since the 80s, like he said. So, yeah. And they've had the same team in the same city for many years. The Rams are kind of like been bouncing around. Yeah, they don't really have a fan base necessarily who's been through as much 
pain and disappointment. Rams have won the Super Bowl before. They haven't won in L.A., but they've won before. Yeah, St. Louis, yeah. right? With St. Louis, right? Or was that yeah, the yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the 2000, 2006. Bengals yeah. have never won. I, I want to give a shout-out to my neighbor, Ryan. Uh, he's like the Bengals fan that I know. <laughs> and it was funny. I, I said to him on Friday, I saw him out in his driveway, and I said, Hey, Ryan, where are you watching the big game tomorrow? And he's like, oh, I'm going over to my buddy's house. He's a Bengals fan, too. I'm like, there's two of you? (laughs) You sure it's not a giant mirror you're going to watch the game with? (laughs) There's two? (laughs) Okay. But I guess there's Bengals fans in the area. There's uh, L.A. Rams. If you're a Rams fan, we'd love to hear from you. We need need to get to know some Rams fans in case they make it to the Super Bowl, right? I've got a feeling the Bengals must have a lot of fans that chose the Bengals while they were a child as their team, you know? Just because they have a cool jersey. The big cat. The big cat. I mean, who doesn't love a tiger, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because well, why else would you cheer for Cincinnati if you're a uh, Canadian? I don't know. Ryan's a redhead. <laughs> there it is. So kind of like it's in his color uh, palette. Of course, I think Jersey, Jersey. looks good on him. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So next week, Bengals Chiefs and 49ers Rams. Three o'clock and six thirty on Sunday. So we're down to uh, four teams. Who's going to the Super Bowl? Oh boy! Oh boy! This is a fun time to watch sports, man. Who are you cheering for, Taz? I, well, I want Ryan to be happy. I have another, and I stopped texting him because we have a neighborhood group chat and Jason, a couple doors down from me, diehard, like flags up in his front yard, Buffalo Bills fan. Yeah. Oh, tough ceremony today, taking those flags down. Yeah, I took the, uh, I took the, the high road and I haven't sent him a message, but maybe, maybe after lunch today, I think enough time will have passed. I'll be like, Hey man, sorry. Condolences. Sorry about your loss. Um, but I guess for Ryan's sake, he's the last one on our street with a team in it. So it's very neighborly of you. Yeah. Go Bengals. (laughs) Question mark? <laughs> it would be nice to see Stafford win, too. Sure. I, I, I'm wondering if uh, the Lions fans that we know would be happy with a Matt Stafford Super Bowl ring, or they'd be disappointed that like once he's off your team, you're not cheering for the guy anymore. Well, then it proves that it was the rest of your team that couldn't, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I wasn't the problem. Yeah, he's no longer the weak link. It was you guys, the Lions. <laughs> There's another big cat team that, A lot of kids picked when they were young, and they've been regretting it ever since. (laughs) (laughs) One of the craziest weekends of football I can remember. Four great games. Both games Saturday were incredible. The games on Sunday were, like, surreal. Uh, You got the 49ers, Bengals, Rams, and Chiefs all moving on. Unfortunately, Green Bay, Tennessee... Tampa Bay and the Buffalo Bills not making it through. Oh, Jim, remember uh, last year when Tampa eliminated Green Bay from the playoffs? Uh, we got my buddy Drew, who's a diehard uh, uh, Packers fan, on the air, and mm-hmm. he said he was never watching the NFL again because it's rigged. Yeah, because the Tom Brady story was right. so f- clearly manufactured. Brady goes to Tampa and then he wins a Super Bowl. It's BS. What are the odds? Never watching football again. Uh, and then he said, uh, you can guarantee next year, is it being this past year, is Aaron Rodgers' last year as a Packer. I guarantee he's going to win because the NFL is rigged. Uh, Drew, what do you think of your theory now? 
Well, I think we learned one thing yesterday. We learned that uh, Roger Goodell clearly listens to the Taz and Jim show. <laughs> Roger Goodell knew we were on to him, so he, he abandoned the plan. <laughs> That's exactly the it. They rewrote the script. <laughs> yeah. Solely because of my theory. <laughs> oh, hey, let's let's also talk here for a second. I, I don't know what the etiquette is. Like Jim, you said you don't mind if people are texting you, knowing you're a Bills fan after a loss. You're not going to take it personally. But after Green Bay lost on Saturday, Drew, I gave you space. I didn't say anything about it. Um, but I was at your place watching the games last night, and the second that the game was was over and Tampa was eliminated, you were slapping me and pointing and laughing. Uh, that's not very nice. Well, yeah, but the difference was is you were right beside me on Sunday. Had you been right beside me on Saturday, I feel like that would have been the same case. <laughs> I guarantee. Because <laughs> if you recall last year, the second Green Bay lost, uh, there's about 19 phone calls and 19 okay. text messages. But it's different. <laughs> it's different because Green Bay lost to my team. I think. I think yeah, that's uh, I don't know. the unwritten rule. Green, <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, and I even said to you yesterday, I, there's so many years where I all I wanted was Tom Brady to be eliminated from the playoffs. So we we won last year, and I've been a Bucks fan forever. It, it's a blessing and a curse to have Brady now because everyone thinks I jumped on the bandwagon because of Brady. But uh, yeah, yeah, like hey, listen, it's it's and, cool to see other teams make it to the Super Bowl. Yes, if if Tampa Bay had lost with any other quarterback except for Tom Brady, I was cheering against Tom Brady, not against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, do you think? So, uh, what do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to do? He's being coy about the situation, but he, he's gone, right, from Green Bay. Uh, I honestly, I think it's uh, it all depends if uh, Devontae Adams stays or not. If Devontae Adams resigns, I mean, they're going to franchise tag him, so uh, he's going to stick around for at least one year. But I think that's going to be the case. But I mean, we also have a, a lot of cap space that we need to make up, so um, we're going to lose a bunch of players, but. How do you walk away from, from a team to get back-to-back MVP awards with, make the playoffs three years in a row? I don't know. Where, and where is he going to go? Pittsburgh? Mm, like, maybe. Like, he's not going to do anything in Pittsburgh. Well, Drew, way to look at the positive. Your team has been eliminated from the playoffs. Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Tom Brady has too, so I'm happy. <laughs> And yeah, we, we've been losing a lot of celebrities lately. Uh, Bob Saget, Me Love, Louie Anderson, just to name a few in the Betty recent White. weeks. Betty White, yeah. Um, and there was a close call on the weekend with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Did you see this, Jim? No. He got in a bad car accident. Uh, he ended up on top of two other cars. He was driving a Yukon SUV. And he ran into a Prius and a Porsche. Woman driving the Prius was bleeding pretty bad, ended up in the hospital. Arnold appeared to be unhurt. Of course. But people on on the scene saying they think Arnold made a wrong turn and he could have caused the accident. I guess lucky he wasn't driving one of his tanks or Hummers. <laughs> right? 
But wait, you said he was on top? He ended up, on, so he launched through the windshield? You said he was on top of two cars, or was the vehicle? His SUV. No, yeah, no, he didn't fly out of the windshield. Okay, okay. The SUV was on top of two okay. other cars. Because if he flew out of the windshield, and landed just on two dusted cars, himself and off. Fine. <laughs> he might actually be the Terminator. Well, how many times has he done that in his career? <laughs> Every you know, movie. Practice makes perfect. No, his <laughs> SUV. Like, picture the size of a Yukon. Yeah. And then the Prius is a pretty slanty Mm -hmm. front. You know, it's almost a ramp. Yeah. So uh, Arnold, they're saying, may have been responsible, but he was not ticketed at the scene. So there's been no charges. We're just glad he's okay, given the way things have been going lately Mm -hmm. with with all these big names leaving us. Um, We'll keep you posted. We'll keep an eye on that, see if any charges are filed against the governator <laughs> that would be surreal like the shock of being in a car accident is one thing but then when arnold schwarzenegger's yukon is on top of your car and you see him get out <laughs> and then he says give me your keys <laughs> i'll be back <laughs> we now know how long the new batman movie is gonna be three hours really do we need that? Do we need a three-hour Batman movie? <laughs> it's like every movie now is like tickling three hours, just getting close to three hours. We simultaneously live in a, a time where people have no attention span and the longest attention span. Like we live in the age of TikTok and then also a three-hour three movie. four-hour movies. Yeah, like what's going on? With a big old bucket of pop. In your lap, right? <laughs> you need the caffeine to stay awake. Oh, yeah, but how are you going to... You're going to be pinching the tip the, <laughs> the last hour of this new movie. Oh. How, how can you not pee for three hours? There's only two superhero movies that uh, are longer than that. Avengers Endgame, it didn't seem like it was... like That was an enjoyable movie. It moved along briskly or whatever. Zack Snyder's Justice League was 242 minutes. That one was, uh, you couldn't watch that one in one sitting. Yeah, yeah. But it it was epic on purpose. Mind you, Endgame and Infinity War were kind of the same movie. So that's like a six hour event, basically. True. The longest Batman film to date, The Dark Knight, 165 minutes. So it's only two minutes longer than, than The Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. That movie was too long, though, too. <laughs> you think so? I think so. Uh, PG-13 rating. There was a, the, the trailers looked pretty dark and pretty uh, gritty. There was some talk that it might be restricted, but no, mm-hmm. they've got a PG-13 rating. And if you've got three hours to kill, uh, two months from now, new Batman going to be in theaters. Talking about how Louis Anderson was in the hospital last week, Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking about that late Friday morning. And it was true. Louis had been battling blood cancer. He was admitted to the hospital, uh, and it didn't take long. Uh, unfortunately, he lost his fight. Very funny guy. Uh, 
You know him from Coming to America. Uh, his stand-up was huge. I can remember Louis was on TV constantly mm-hmm. in the 80s, early 90s when I was growing up. He'd always be on the talk show circuit. and I, I listened to a podcast, a uh, WTF podcast with, with Mark Marin talking to Louis Anderson. And I, I was never a Louis super fan, but listening to him tell his story and talk about his life, awesome guy. Yeah. Big and, family, you know, kind of a tortured soul because of his weight and, and uh, his alcoholic father. But, uh, you know, he, he made it work and he worked clean. He was one of those clean comedians who could uh, please the entire crowd, right? Yeah. Well, he was an everyman. I think he was like a Midwestern guy. And, you know, he's talking about Midwestern life. So I think he was very relatable uh, when he finally did go to the big city and become a superstar. He was everywhere in the night. I remember... Life with Louie, that cartoon was a big yeah, cartoon yeah, yeah. when I was a kid. And it was like one that I would like and also my uncles would think was funny too. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. He hosted Family Feud. I yep. forgot that. And then later in life, he had a big success with the Zach Galifianakis uh, TV show Baskets. He played the mom on the TV show Baskets. And he got rave reviews for, for that role. It might be worth going back and, and giving that a visit if you haven't seen the show Baskets. But Louis Anderson has passed away at age 68. Rest in peace, Louis. He's making his first appearance on national television. Would you welcome, please, Louis Anderson. Thank you. Thank you. I can't stay long. I'm in between meals, so bear with me. <laughs> I started on cleanup just like you guys. But now, see, I'm washing lettuce. Soon I'll be on fries. <laughs> then the grill. A year or two, I make assistant manager. And that's where the big bucks start rolling in. Oh, sorry, I'm sweating, but if I don't, I'll explode. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the family feud. You know, champ, I provide a house for you. I give you food. I give you money. I paid for your clown college. I don't know what to tell you, Mom. I'm, I'm a millennial. What does that even mean? And the Emmy goes to... Is the Taz and Jim podcast. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.